This is Create the Next from Pro CFO Partners, where every week we explore strategies and ideas for financial management and growth to help today's businesses put their financial picture in context. Welcome back to Create the Next. I'm Chris Bentliff, and I am joined today. If you've ever spent any time with our show, you know she's one of my favorite people on the planet. Holly Fardy, Chief Visionary Officer, Pro CFO Partners. And that's interesting, Holly, that you're the Chief Visionary Officer, because um, one of the things that's required to have a vision and to share a vision and to collaborate on a vision in any context, if I'm a salesperson, if I'm a janitor, if I'm a uh, uh, an administrator, if I'm anybody, is this concept of, for me to help you, you need to trust me. And so for me to be the visionary in a company, I need to have a lot of people around me who are trusting my ability to have vision. For you to then take that into your clients and to their work and say, let's talk about you. Let's talk about your vision. They need to trust where you're coming from. So let's unpack that a little bit today. Let's talk about the people that you work with. Let's talk about the people that you work uh, amongst and collaborate for, your clients. Where does vision come in and where does trust come in? And where does uh, where's the intersection of those two things from your perspective? That's a great question. Uh, vision and trust. So trust can be, I mean, a tool, but also a tool to engage people in your vision. They have to trust you to engage them. And a vision can't be realized without that engaged team. Uh, we talk about it and we say a vision needs to be credible. You can't say, you know, well, nowadays you can't say I'm going to the moon because a couple of those big guys are doing it. But uh, <laughs> but for the team, it needs to be, we say, credible, realistic, and engaging. And I think trust in what you're saying, that it's credible, trust in that this is realistic and achieve you can we can achieve it, uh, actually engages the team. Uh, but let's have a conversation about vision because as you're talking, I was thinking this person, I had a conversation with um, a couple of weeks ago and we were talking about what's your five-year plan? What's your vision? And this person just couldn't hold on, couldn't grasp that because they hadn't visualized it. And so finally they said, I can't do five years from now. I'm a buggy whip company. And in five years, transportation is going, um, in five years, the car is going to be invented. Mm. And you're telling me to envision what's going to happen in five years. Well, I'm a buggy whip company. And I can't, I can't think that far out. And in the conversation, I said, no, you're a transportation company. You're not a buggy whip company. Right now, you're making bejeweled buggy whips. In five years, you'll make bejeweled steering wheels. So let's think about it that way rather than saying I'm a buggy whip company. I think that gives a great example of people get stuck in their own self-limiting beliefs and their own activities of today. And they can't think, well, what am I doing this for? What are we? And what do we look like in five years? We all know that the Apple games that we're purchasing today are things they designed seven years ago, yeah, right? So what, what we're playing around with, we all know that the vision of smaller entrepreneurs who get to the next level and big giants, they can't be in this year or that year. So in order to have a vision, you have to trust yourself. So that's how I'm going to close the loop. 
<laughs> you know, one of the things that comes to mind for me is having an understanding of what you really do. So where I sit, spending a lot of time in marketing, one of the ways that I position this real quickly is sales, you kind of need to be the expert of the product. Marketing, you need to be the expert of the mind. You need to be the expert of the customer, what's motivating them. And a lot of times when I'm talking about this with, with folks and with clients, and we'll, we'll try to unpack that. So what do you sell? Uh, for for you, a, a buggy whip. I don't really even know what that is. But I so I sell, I sell bejeweled steering wheels. No, you don't. You sell customization, personalization. Yes, you yes. sell the ability to make something your own. Well, what does that mean? You sell comfort in my own space. You sell self reflection. It gets into all of these dynamics that have nothing to do with the object that I went and bought, but gets into what I aspire to be, what I aspire to do, how I tick, how I roll. There's a lot of, especially in B2B kind of organizations that stop thinking that way. They stop thinking about the interface and they just think about, and that's where I feel like from your perspective, that's where we get into these revenue goals and 10% more of this and whatever, without realizing that the human dynamic in any aspect, no matter what you're selling, there's somebody on the other side of that. And that person is looking for relief of some kind. Even if it's, I'm a paper company and I need to buy something and I'm just this, I don't want to get fired today. I want to get a raise. I want to look good among my peers. I want to be better than the person who I replaced at this job. There's all kinds of motivations that have nothing to do with the dollar that I'm spending. How does that come into your work? How does that come into uh, the folks that you're seeing and working with every day, do they have that sensibility? Do you need to help them with that sensibility? You know, we hear so many things. So the answer is yes, of course they do. They're, they're, I, I've rarely come across a really bad team or people who are, who don't have sense or good sense. What happens is I believe we really get pulled into the weeds, that conversation of you're working in the company or on the company. We just get stuck with the grind. And when Nelson and I decided, how do we best serve pro CFO partners? And we said, okay, this year, what are our capabilities? Where's our passion? And what are we good at? And when the roles were decided, I mean, Nelson is just incredible with people. I mean, he's, he's, he's just incredible, uh, I find. But uh, when we were talking about it and we said chief visionary officer, and said, okay, we, of course, we're equal partners and we're both looking at the long-term vision. How did we serve the company best this year? So I want to, you know, say that. But I was having an all-team meeting and in that all-team meeting, I said, so in 2024, da-da-da-da-da-da, and the team call, called me on it and said, well, what about 2023? And I was kind of embarrassed because I said, well, I don't know. I'm I'm building 2024 because 2023 is, I used profanity. I said, it's hard work, right? <laughs> so I don't want to, <laughs> but I believe what people do is they forget why they're doing it and for the, why they're doing it personally and why they're doing it in the business. Right now, everyone's in annual planning and budgeting. And they're all talking about budgeting. They're all talking about their annual planning, not necessarily a strategic plan, but an operational plan. Mm. And no one's saying, where am I going to be in 2024? And do these activities in 2023 get me to 2024? Because we're all working so hard. What Can you say more about 
by the way, Halle is is talking about Nelson Tepfer, CEO, uh, also another of the smartest guys in the room. What when you said, "How do we serve ProCFO partners?" Can you talk a little bit more about that? What do you mean by that? How does that connect to 2024 or the future or next month for you? I think that's a great question. So we're we're co-founders and we were managing partners. And like most entrepreneurial companies, we are both like Keystone Cops doing whatever emergency or hot button or hire or interview or client or opportunity or marketing. And then we want to confer with each other because our company is forming and we want to make sure what my vision is, is aligned with Nelson's vision for the company. And what I think his vision is, is real and not just my perception of what I think his vision is. So we're running around doing this. And as the company, knock on wood, has taken root and is growing, the market understands and needs what we're doing. You know, we said, okay, when we went into 2022, we said, we can't both be doing everything and we can't only do what we like. And we can't only do what is needed. There are things that are needed that both of us were not good at. Mm. So how do we best serve the company? And are we serving the company doing what is needed, but we're not good at? Create the Next is brought to you by Pro CFO Partners, who believe every business deserves to work with an expert CFO to guide its success. Pro CFO Partners are expert financial officers networked across industries, verticals, specializations, and situations. Fulfilling the role of a part-time CFO with all-time commitment, Pro CFO Partners utilizes the innovative and exclusive FGC financial flywheel as a framework that creates momentum to drive your financial functions for sustainable success. Visit ProCFOPartners.com to explore how we can implement a systematic and scalable financial system to help you achieve your goal. ProCFOPartners.com This is an important concept, uh, friends and listeners. Write this down, take a second, make a voice note. Uh, this, this idea of service, serving the company, um, there's a, uh, there's a, a, a notion of um of giving to that in other words you're not saying uh what can the company do for me which is very easy to do in an entrepreneurial environment and you're also not saying um what do i like to do and so those are the things that i'll do the most or those are the things that i'm going to limit myself to or i'll just be sort of obstructionist about things and say nope if you want this come to me but otherwise i don't even care instead you're saying how do we get out of our own way how do we be self aware how do we serve the company? Because you're 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 almost in as a co-founder. This is hard to do. Tell me if you agree. But you're treating the company separately than the sum of its parts. You're treating it as something that uh, requires cultivation and nurturing, uh, independent of the own of the cultivation and nurturing that you need. Do am I hearing you right? And is that absolutely, difficult? Chris? You know how we're treating ProCFO partners? We treat ProCFO partners the same way we treat our clients, the same way we treat our engagements. How are we contributing? And it is a good return on investment for ProCFO partners. We're not saying it's my company, gimme, gimme, gimme. Mm -hmm. And which is a lot of the talent pool right now. You won't hear how many conversations we have during the interview process where they say, well, I can get more elsewhere. Well, what are you bringing to the table? Mm. 
because you can you may get a job that gives you more elsewhere you might not be able to keep it <laughs> right so let, let's see how are you contributing so i love the language that it's how do we best serve the company in the um, context of serving but it's also about contribution how am i contributing and how is the what is the value of that contribution because i can do a lot of things i can work around the clock but what is the value of that contribution? And so when we are in an engagement and working with our partners, you know, because we see ourselves as part of the leadership team, we do the same thing. A lot of times we say, you need to bring in an outsourced bookkeeping firm. You need to hire a controller. We just had two engagements uh, this month where we said, you need to hire a controller. And that, that will bring you more value. We'll still stay on one or two days a month. But the amount of time that you need us is not the value that you're getting isn't aligned with your need. So, so we do that that way. We're, the way we're contributing is saying not just the, through the financial, because it made better financial sense for them, but each individual in your com company, how are they taking you and supporting you to that long-term vision of your company? So it comes back to the people and how are they best serving and contributing? And when you're going into annual planning and you're looking at, we're having these conversations, what was the compensation model so I can plug it into the budget? Like, can we not look at the compensation model to plug into the budget? Can we look at the people principle Ugh. and say, how are they getting you to your next, to your next, create the next, how are they getting you to your next level? You know, there's a concept called dog fooding, which is you use your own tech or your own systems or your own approach in your own business. A lot of organizations don't do this. So it's really easy. Another analogy, it's the cobbler's kids have no shoes where, yes. uh, you know, I'm really good at telling other people what to do. But when it comes to my own household or situation, I'm a, I'm a train wreck. It feels like, and that's a challenge for, I, I'm going to say almost any organization, but you seem to uniquely be able to check yourself, be aware of your blind spots, not um, sort of align yourself uh, myopically to something you're able to say inside the organization. And you've told me before, we're, we're sort of, we're working on it here the same way that we do with the clients. We're working on it inside the same way we talk to the clients. That's so valuable. Is that a skill set that you have developed over your professional career? Is that something intentional that you and Nelson as founders said, we're going to always do this. How have you been able to, I guess, keep that a healthy part of just cut the culture of ProCFO partners, even as you're onboarding new talent to say, this is what we do. This is what we're like. If that's not a great fit for you, we might not be a great fit for you because then when we go into our clients, we do the exact same thing. Is that a challenge? Is that easy? How is that for you? It's easy. Uh, Chris, it's easy. I mean, it sounds like I'm saying the flywheel is about best practices across all academics, across all smart entrepreneurs, across now 45 expert CFOs. The flywheel works. Nelson and I are both CFOs. We're both former CFOs and we have a client, but pro CFO partner has a part-time CFO. That's not us. Hmm. So we're not CFOing ourselves. That we're working with a part-time CFO. Tell me more about that. Why is that? Why Why are you not? Why is that? Yourself? We need an external perspective. We need someone who is turning our flywheel, who is working with us on our goals and strategies, who is making sure that our revenue model is right. 
We need a, also a financial lens. We can do it, but that's not how we best serve our company. This is so, uh, there's wisdom in this, Halle, and I'm familiar with your career path a little bit. So I know that it's not like this was a light switch that flipped on. This is something that you've grown and, and, and acclimated to, but I feel like there's a huge lesson in here for leadership to be able to get out of your own way, to be able to, as, as you pointed out, serve the company. What's the best way to serve the company? Sometimes I was with a, in a meeting with a CEO once and he said, uh, I really liked this. Sometimes for other people to get in the way, I have to get out of the way. Actually, he worded it for me to get, I have to get out of the way for other people to get in the way, which was really valuable for him to say out loud. And when yes. that idea of trust and for others to be able to say, okay, I do need to be able to do more than has been expected of me. It's fascinating and encouraging that you're able to sort of live that. How do you translate that then to the leaders that you work with? Do you see that? And and is this coaching? I don't want to use that word. It or was you give or how does on Friday. Work? On Friday, I had the, I, I was invited, and it was a pleasure um, uh, from a Vistage chair who is was wonderful, and I'll have a. Um, put in and, and tag her. And we had 35 CEOs in the room, uh, CEOs, COOs. And I was talking about what we do, the financial flywheel. And he said, well, that's really the role of a COO, what you're talking about. And I said, no, this is a two and a half hour presentation. I'm giving you the concept. Mm. We look at it all through a CFO lens, conversion rates, contribution to overhead, but we need to talk to the salespeople or VP of sales for the revenue model and whatnot. And the, the conversation ended in that in that room, we're all leaders, but it doesn't matter if you are an accounting manager, a VP of finance, a director of sales, at your desk, you're the leader. And even then, in order to do a good job, you need to see how am I best serving? <laughs> how am I best contributing? And if you find that somebody else should do it, that's when you're actually helping the company by saying, look, I am doing this work, but we can bring in somebody at this rate to do it, or we can outsource it for 10 hours a month to an expert who has technology to do it. And that kind of empowerment is the trust that not only the leader of the organization should have, but should empower and give agency to each team person, to team member. And that's when we can execute on a vision because everyone in the company is thinking about the vision and how do I best serve the company? That to me is, how does it work with the leaders in the team? We talk about that. We talk about it when we're budgeting or doing annual planning. Can this person make a decision? And it all circles back to strategic agility. Mm. And number one in strategic agility is hierarchy in the organizational chart and how are you empowering your people? And it goes back and is connected. It's a flywheel to how do you execute on your annual plan? Make sure that you're going to achieve those goals. And so it goes back to the people conversation. I love this sort of uh, throughput that you've created, uh, which is is in a lot of ways just um, awareness that everything is related to everything else. And you can't treat one thing sort of uh, autonomously from another thing and not feel like there's impact or consequence. And that's so easy to say, but you've been able to uh, 
articulated. And, and then you're able to point to it in your models and things like this and say, but this is how it works. And for this to have focus means this needs to next have focus and all these sorts of points of view, which are so uh, necessary for us to strategically grow and not just throw revenue models and percentages up on our annual planning, but to actually be aware of 2024, 2025 with strategic agility. It is. It is, Chris. We're almost 50 CFOs now. And uh, every time you introduce us, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful and embarrassed, but 50 people who can have this conversation with you, mm. 50 people who think this way, where it's not unique. Our company is unique, I believe. Uh, to what we do is unique to what others do and say they do. But our CFOs are all, they all have these conversations. And then it translates through a financial lens. And then we execute on the owner's vision. But first we have to find out what is that vision. Halle Fardi, Chief Visionary Officer. Ah, that's right. Strong point of view today that uh, was really valuable for me. It always is. But thanks for uh, thanks for helping us to sort of see through your lens a little bit and the benefit that uh, you've been able to create culturally, organizationally, in both attracting 50 other CFOs and then nurturing that sensibility among them so that they can go out and, and do what you do with the with the organizations that you do it for. This has been a great conversation. I can't wait to have the next one. I That's always true, but uh, Thank I you. this one today. Thanks, Halle. Thank you so much, Chris. I really appreciate their time. Thank you. Thanks for listening. And a special thanks to our subscribers. Consider becoming one today. Visit ProCFOPartners.com and learn how we can help you build a framework for financial management and growth.